Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. So the News Media Association's been banging on about the BBC again. The trade body created by the merger of the Newspaper Society and the Newspaper Publishers Association, closing the title, once BBC Sounds opened up to podcasts made by commercial news publishers, like newspapers. Having already hoovered up some Google funding to dip their gnarled toes into audio, projects like Laudable from Reach, and bought up some interesting if-undercooked startups like Intel, like the Daily Mail did, now they want to get their audio efforts on the same platform as such gems as Scarlet Moffat wants to believe. Oh, and some other stuff. Now, I'm no BBC apologist. Full disclosure, I've worked for and with them and seem to remember some half-hearted olive branches being proffered by sounds to the commercial world, which all came to nothing. Now, if you're the custodian of a burning platform, how about making stuff that's good enough to compete? The internet killed your paper and the likes of Plymouth Sound, but that's another story, not the BBC. Actually, the response of commercial radio to the changing tides of the millennium, though brutal, were creative and ultimately lucrative. Despite the dorryization of discourse about the licence fee, the great British public see it as a beacon of quality stuff, the BBC. I'm sure amongst the crippling pop-ups and clickbait news stories about new items on the McDonald's menu on the Manchester Evening News website, for example, there is some great journalism. Actually, this morning there is the best coverage of the local elections, part funded by, you guessed it, your licence fee. The Local Democracy Reporting Project is one of the few ideas that ever top-sliced it. Anyway, all of which explains why this week it's podcasts made by newspaper people again. Hello, I'm John Ryan and this is Pod Roast. This week, listening to how newspapers do podcasts. In local election week, we check out northern politics from some big beast evening papers and what's going on on planet Isle of Man. If you want to know what's going on in northern politics from a northern perspective, you're in the right place, the Northern Agenda podcast. So says Daniel O'Donoghue. Nice Scouse accent, no discernible enthusiasm after his initial hello. Although, with the first tease line like, Southport MP Damien Moore tells Rob Parsons why he wants people across the north to find out about their local war memorials, Maybe you can understand why. They found the trademark podcast Nothing He Synthesizer to put a nondescript theme tune to play behind this interminable promo and left some ers and ums in some of the clip of more. So much to unwrap here. Sell me the sizzle not the sausage. There's a good reason Coke tells me it adds life in its ads, not that it's a sparkling beverage with plant extracts. Yes, the war memorial thing is an admirable campaign, but your MP goes on to cover Partygate, levelling up, and the local elections, all of which are sexier. I want a spoonful of sugar, not a beaker of benelin. An old boss used to beat me up with give me reasons to listen, not reasons not to listen, and he's right. Similarly with the next promo line. Our local democracy reporter previews the local election in Stockport. Now, 15 million people live in the north, 291,775 in Stockport. So only about 2% of your potential audience give a monkeys about Hat Town before you even start. Then we're into what's ostensibly the top political story in the north this week, the University of Salford report 
into the fact that higher technical education is in decline. No, me neither. Dan's interview with the Vice-Chancellor sounds like a research chat in the newsroom that's made it accidentally on air. The top of it is mired in academia speak like upskilling, the Gatsby Foundation and Industry 4.0. Again, hesitations from the interviewee and some errs and ums are all left in. I'm sticking knitting needles in my eyes by the time she gets to a really good example. Uh, That example is, we're all driving petrol and diesel cars right now. In 10 years' time, they'll all be electric. So all those motor engineers right now, what is being done to upskill and reskill them to deal with electric cars? That's the kind of thing that these qualifications they're talking about can do. If that example is at the top of the piece or used by Dan in his introduction, I might still be conscious at this point. Later, after a break, the synth is back and Rob Parsons is now presenting for some reason. He introduces Nick Statham and effusively thanks him for coming on, despite the fact that that's his job. Nick is the local democracy reporter. He describes Stockport's recent political history with all the enthusiasm you might describe a problem with your downstairs bits to a new GP. There's also an occasional problem with his mic leading some really bad digital interference, which hasn't been re-recorded. At least eventually he gets to talking about some issues, the clean air zone in Greater Manchester, low traffic neighbourhoods, a big move for Stockport Library, etc, etc. But there's no location stuff. Where's the life, the colour, the sound, or even, you know, some real people, or residents, as he insists on calling them. And with no attempt to try and make these issues travel across the wider north either, to come up with similar examples in different cities and different towns. Enough. So often newspaper folks think audio is read out newspapers. It also sounds so unnorthern. It's buttoned up and constipated and measured. Slap on some vague folk memory about how radio shows start, insipid theme tunes, and a few coming up soons, and the jobs are good. Sadly, it's not. <laughs> So long recently departed Sir Raymond Tyndall, who died aged 95. Now there was a newspaper magnate. At its peak, his company ran 220 publications. An early investor in Capital Radio, he later invested in a chain of Ickle radio stations, some of which were very successful. So you'd think one of his organ's podcasts might get some of the above right. I listened in. Now, the Isle of Man newspapers podcast hasn't had any episodes for a while, but looking at its audio boom page, it's a very different animal to Northern Agenda. With episode titles like Questionable Santa, My Big Fat Manx Wedding, and There's Something About Port St. Mary, there's clearly more fun and creativity going on here. And you know what? Despite breaking some of my rules, it's a bit zoomy, it's a bit under-edited, some of the interstitials are a bit Ivan Brackenbury, the bits I heard were all still in the studio. But what it does have is life and colour, and that gets it half the way there. The IOM papers clearly have a much younger team. This almost has a student feel, and that's not a criticism. Andy, Sam and Jess are a nice bunch, and their love for this weird little locale comes through. I listen to early episodes and later ones, and they get much better with experience. There are tired local newspaper features that could be soporific in the wrong hands, Manx Word of the Week and Sam's Week in History, but they're also able to turn their hands to serious stories, or as serious as things get in the Isle of Man. Much more like it. So much so, with a little craft improvement, some egg boxes on the walls, an editor maybe, this could be the kind of thing that would make sounds a better place if the NMA get their way. I'm John Ryan, weary-eared and disappointed. This week with Northern Agenda from Reach and the Isle of Man newspapers podcast from Tyndall. I listen to these, so you don't have to.
welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.